Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first session of Star Trek Adventures, Trek Geeks podcast of Hathaway. And we'll go ahead and do the little bit of intros in here. Our first episode is titled, So It Begins. And with that, we'll go ahead and bring in the crew. And the crew's audio is active. And to start the game, we'll go ahead and start with our captain's log. Captain? Captain's personal log, stardate 8110.2. I've been told since I commissioned from the Academy that if I was ever lucky enough to command a starship, it would be the loneliest experience of my life. <laughs> For years, I thought they were wrong, and I hate to say it. It turns out all those folks were right. I've spent the last month going over star charts, intelligence briefings, technical schematics, and crew interviews. There is literally not a single damn thing I can do to be more ready for my first time in the big chair. But just between you and me, I'm still terrified. What's worse, I can't tell that to anybody else in the stars. It's my job as captain to be the one that calms others' fears, not add to them. I don't know what awaits us out there in the final frontier, but I'm confident that the team we have assembled can face it with the strength and discipline necessary to succeed. As the shuttle approaches Copernicus Station and the brand new USS Hathaway, the captain's oath keeps running through my head. I don't know if I understand it quite yet, but I'm beginning to think it's not a statement to others. It's a reminder to the ones saying it. It's a promise not to let that fear get in the way. To explore strange new worlds, Seek out new life and new civilizations to boldly go where no one has gone before. End log. Impressive. I'm digging it. So, what you open up the scene here is all the crew, and that means most all the crew, not just the senior staff, is going to be met up in a room that overlooks the construction yard. Now, as I told my players, I tried to find a good image for the construction yard that would show a constellation class being built, and I kind of failed at it. So this is going to, have to be a little bit of theater of a mind. So what I want you to see, think about is we have a large room, and do you remember when Star Trek uh, Two, or I'm sorry, Star Trek Three, when the ship pulled into the station and there was, uh, well, it was I think it was Commander Rand at the time looked out and saw the ship arriving. Mm-hmm. How it got kind of tore up and she had a little bit of a, a little bit of tears in her eyes. Well, that's kind of like the room we're talking about here where it looks up out upon the ship. And all of you are gathered in the room. There's just you, the crew, senior staff, and then a podium facing you. And behind the podium is the actual windows. And up sitting up there is the command, uh, the captain of your ship, the XO of your ship, and then a uh, admiral, specifically named, uh, some of you may know him. His name is... Oh, man, I didn't do the copy-paste. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I did not do the paste of his name. Holy crap. Okay. I don't know that admiral. Yeah, you don't know that admiral? (laughs) Yeah, neither do I at this point. Uh... I'll get that here in a second for you guys. Uh, And believe it or not, Admiral Kirk is sitting up there. And 
He's fidgeting with some paperwork. I'm opening my other computer that has the actual car, has the actual admiral's name. And with that, the admiral here, the admiral, I'm looking up his name, is about to walk up to the podium and give a delivery uh, commissioning speech. And I already have the speech written, so I'm just getting his name here from my other computer that seems to not be turned on. It is... Actually, I know where it's at. Let me open my white papers. The I same speech you... This you, is in the white paper, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I did not have his name written out for some reason. Great radio, guys. Great radio. <laughs> yeah, this is my fault. I'm... This is... This is me being all nervous and... Aww. Not copying all the information for you guys. Okay, one more, and then if not, I'm just going to go with it. Fleet Admiral it. Joe Den. There you go. I, I was able to pull up the white paper. Okay, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Fleet Admiral Joe Den. Okay. So, he steps up, and here is his speech. The entire team here at Canute. Copernicus Shipyards, thank you for your leadership and craftsmen in creating this ship. And finally, President Hiram Roth, Admiral Kirk, and other distinguished guests, officers, and crew of the USS Hathaway, and all those who have helped make the today possible. Thank you. Today is a special occasion, made even more special for me as to be the first to commission, uh, for me as the first is my first commissioning as Secretary of the Federation Navy. What a great and rare privilege it is to celebrate such a special occasion, bringing a starship to life. The Hathaway and her sister ships fill a unique mission for the Federation Navy. Forward deployed independent operations and increased operational availability and able to access areas not previously available to other starships. As these remarkable starships continue to be produced out of our shipyards, they represent an increase in our readiness and exploration. This Constellation class also repre represents an investment in our Federation, the result of the partnership between the Department of the, F of the Navy and our shipyard industry at Copernicus Shipyards on Luna. For our first, uh, but our Navy's partnerships extends beyond, the, beyond just ones we have with the shipyard industry. It also includes the partnership we have with all the members and citizens of the United Federation of Planets. This is the second Constellation class and the first ship to bear the name Hathaway. I am certain that this Hathaway will serve as, a prou uh, serve as proudly and bravely as other ships that patrol our skies, bringing security and stability to all points of the Federation. She will serve as an ambassador to, uh, to foreign planets. For many people around the galaxy, this, will, this ship will be the only part of the Federation and its crew, the only Federation citizens they may ever see. The Hathaway and her crew are representatives of the Starfleet and the United Federation of Planets team. The story and the spirit of Federation of the Federation will live on for decades through the sh ship's travels and through the lives of the crew members who travel aboard her. Today's plank owners have the privilege of starting that story. 
I'm certain they will do the Hathaway well. Starfleet and the United Federation of Planets proud. Thank you and join me in blessing USS Hathaway and all who will travel aboard her from now till the day the last star passes under her keel. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, gentlemen, and citizens, it is my privilege to introduce Admiral James T. Kirk, Admiral of Operations, to the podium. And that's the end of his speech. And I am not going to talk for Kirk, just to let you know. We're just going <laughs> to pretend we see this great and inspiring speech from him because I'm not going to stand in those shoes. <laughs> I feel so inspired. I mean, seriously, Admiral Kirk is addressing me before my first command. This is this is a dream come true. And you get to live with that thought in your head because his speech is nice and quick and takes several minutes. And the ceremony would go on if anybody would be um, interested to see how a commissioning ceremony goes. There are several examples online you can see. Um, but we're not going to spend too much time with this. This is just to get you guys worked in and uh, give you a little welcome to the fleet type of thing. So as his as his uh, speech can uh, finishes up, he kind of steps off. Uh, lights sh- shine on your ship, and basically the little ceremony is broken up. So with that, this is the official first official time you as a crew get to communicate to each other, and I'll give you a little time to talk in RP. If you want to. Commander Tretner, I'm glad you uh, made it here safe. I wasn't sure that spear of yours was going to uh, was going to make it out here to Copernicus. Well, Captain Kell, nice to see you. Oh, the spear was a bumpy ride, but it's a little bit of fixing, but I think she's going to serve as well in half a week. I'll have to have uh, Lieutenant Commander Tall take a look at her. He's an expert engineer, from what I understand. I'm sure he'd love to get under her hood. I find the same. Oh, there he is. I heard my name. Uh, how you doing? I'm Commander Tall. Lieutenant Commander Tall. <laughs> Commander Tall, I was just saying, my telling my XO here how I'm sure you'd love to take a look at this new fancy shuttlecraft of his. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to get my fingers under her her hood. You better ask me before you take her out for a spin. I'm a bit protective about my baby girl. Oh, don't worry. I don't like to fly them. I like to, to build them, though. In that case, we won't have any problems. You're probably going to help me out fixing some damage on that ship anyway. <laughs> don't tell me you already scratched the paint. I've heard some things that... I don't know. Something may have happened to the right in the cell in the ship, but I'm sure Commander Tall can take a look. Yeah, but you got to be careful. I've got a million things to, left to do on 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 the Hathaway. I'll I'll, I'll work it into my my schedule though. What about you, Doctor Zod? Is everything ship shape and ready to go? Ready to go, but I was wondering, is that an Acel sticker I'm seeing on that ship? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think we all know that Starfleet does not authorize stickers on the nacelles of her starships. That's what I was thinking. 
Well, it's the first shuttle of her kind. I wanted to have a bit of fun before I jumped into the X overall and piloting the lovely ship. I'm an old Tellerite. I can't see it. What does a sticker say? Um, I don't know if it's appropriate to mention that in present company. There is some high morality around, but it involves oh. Romulan and may, maybe the end of the Earth Romulan Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, yeah. But I'll have it removed. I don't want Admiral Kirk to see that one. Thank you, Commander. Um, yeah, if it's not if it's not appropriate to mention in this company, then it's not appropriate to have on your shuttle. Get that taken care of as soon as possible. Sure thing, Captain. Will do. Aww. <laughs> I know it hurts. <laughs> so, with that, the Admiral walks up to you, Captain, and uh, asks you to requ- uh, request that you join him in... The lounge. There's a basically a lounge set off to the side. Another separate door. Is there anybody you would like to join you for your first mission briefing? Oh, I'd like my XO to accompany me. So, Commander Trentner, come on. Okay. Right behind you. So, with that, what we're going to do here is I'm going to change your screen. So, with that, this is basically Ooh. the lounge layout. And nice. notice in the background, you have the ship sitting in space dock, kind of just waiting for you guys to board. Let me tell you, I told you I was totally going to use this because it took me a minute. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So let me get some tokens slid over. So what we're going to have here is we're going to have uh, the XO. I'll let you take a, take a seat. You can actually probably blow up your token a little bit your token stretch you out a little bit there you go there's your token you can i'll even let you pick the spot for everybody to take the briefing at well that's lovely let me see okay there's the X. there's the captains and oh captain's moving away from me sensible <laughs> I haven't piloted the shuttle yet in the ship yet. I mean, come on. Okay. So with that, token that slide over. Come on. There we go. We're gonna. For those of you who got to see uh, some of the early practice games, this person may look a little familiar. He's under the inspiration of my bumper sticker. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling a little slappy right now. So the Admiral sits you down and he starts uh, the briefing. So, Captain, we have a situation. We have sent a group of survey engineers to a planet we have discovered we have discovered a planet that has some interesting metal comp- uh, metal material that if we do some research on we might be able to upgrade some of the capabilities of our ships now 
The small problem is the planet is not warp capable. It is a planet that's in the mid uh, industrial age, not too far off of maybe hitting the information age. But the material is very important to at least get a sample. Depending on what happens, we might actually open up a trade negotiation with a pre-warp civilization. It is that important? The problem is we wanted to check it before we actually did any kind of further contact with them. Well, we sent the engineers in, and they were supposed to report within 72 hours once they had the sample to get picked up. It's been 96 hours from that deadline. Sounds like you've got a problem on your hands, Admiral. Yes. The place they went to take the sample was uh, uninhabited. We didn't expect to have any issue. That's why we really didn't uh, uh, worry about contact with the the life forms there. Uh, They are highly intelligent. Uh, They're almost humanoid in nature. Their appearance is slightly different than that. The pink skin of humans is slightly blue-tinged in theirs. So what we want you to do is try to recover the survey team. Possibly get a sample if they don't have one already. But try not to make contact with the indigenous life forms if possible. But this is highly important to us. I understand that, Admiral. Sounds like this metal could do a lot of good. I think this crew is up to the task, though. Now, we would like you to adhere to the Prime Directive, but as with all captains, you have leniency to do what you need to do. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, How much data did the survey engineers collect on the actual society on this planet? We had a, a group of scientists already go to the planet prior. And they are a very peaceful people amongst themselves. They are not a solidified planet. There are separate city nation, or nation states, but they are not at war with each other. And the only difference between them are really slight political differences. Uh, otherwise, they are kind to each other. And they work overall as a group. The the particular the this this island that has these high concentrations of this material that are is pretty much uninhabited is claimed by a particular uh, nation state called the Kelvin Nation. So, um, if you have any issues, you can use your Um, your personal choices as to whether to contact that nation state or not. All right. I think first things first, we need to get our, get our ship out there and get a lay of the land. See if we can find any tracks, any sign of this survey team. I agree. We'll do our best. I'm sure you will. Is there any other questions I can help you with at this point? Not yet. Just can you have all of the survey engineers' data transferred to the Hathaway's computer bank so that we can review it en route? It's already been done, Captain. Thank you very much, Admiral. Any questions, First Officer? Not really. I'm just 
stumped by the Federation's stance of opening trade negotiations with a pre-warp civilization. That is unheard of in the exist, uh, history of the Federation, as far as I know, at least. If the material become, if the initial material is is what we think it is, we may not have a choice, just for the fact that other nations might do it, and we need to preempt that. We would hate them to get the this kind of an advantage if the material do, lives up to what it is. Do we have all the information and material as well on our logs at the halfway? Whatever material, uh, whatever details we could get out of a standard scan. That's why we're trying to get our hands on actual material. The scans are only so useful. I'm not so sure about opening negotiations with the pre-warp society either, but I understand the need to get the survey team and, and sample off and I'll, we'll do that. We'll take care of that. As I expect you will, Captain. If that's all, then I will let you get to your ship. All right. Thank you, Admiral. Thank you for trusting us with this. And with that, he stands up and goes to get himself a nice synthahol drink. Is there any... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Captain, this is highly unusual. Really I odd. agree. I agree. I'm not comfortable with it at all, but we have people down there, and the best thing we can do for the situation is get more information and get our people back. Agreed. If there's a threat down there which has taken engineers hostage or something has happened to them, and I'm worried about our ship. We're a new crew. We don't know each other that well. Well, this is our opportunity to get to know each other. We might as well let Dr. Zad know that she gets the chance to turn all of us pink skins blue. She's going to love it. <laughs> I'm sure she is. Okay. Uh, so what are you going to do now that the, your conversation's over? Are you going to go get a drink? Are you going to leave? Are you going to start the mission? What would you like gotta, to do? I think we got to get out of here. Let's get to the ship. Let's see. Let's get going. These engineers need us. <laughs> let's go, Captain. Okay, so with that, back over here, with that, we're going to go ahead and, oops, got to remember that what you guys see and what I see is two different things. <laughs> I forget about that. So here is our assembled crew. On the bridge the first time. So you guys can move your tokens around and take your positions as you see fit. Unless, of course, the engineer wants to be in the engine room. I didn't hear him. Did anybody else hear him? Mm-mm. He's got a nice little station right over there. See him keying, but I don't hear his audio coming across. Okay. So while our engineer repairs 
his audio here. <laughs> Mr. Troll, contact Copernicus Station and request permission to uh, to leave. Yes, sir. Do I have to roll for that, or is that just... Oh, no, you're going to have to... You are totally going to have to roll for that. That is not enough. <laughs> Let's see if we dent ourselves a nice hell. All right. Uh, what would that be? Can, uh, that would be a control con. And it's... I mean, you're going to have assistance from the station... So it's not going to be a super difficult. It's just going to be well, difficulty on. one. I'm the one that was just contacting them. I would think, wouldn't that be someone else at Helm that would do the con? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yes. I thought XO was going to fly us out of here. My mistake. Yeah. Communications. Yes, communications. You can roll for communications. It is going to be zero task. It's just to give you, build some momentum. So for a contact task, just using your comms, it is a control with engineering. Okay. And then the ship is going to assist with communications, comms, and... Well, I'm glad that well. I was able to successfully open the channel. Good, good. <laughs> let's, have, let's have a roll for the ship. Oh, your new ship must already have an issue with his comms. <laughs> it bodes well for us. <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, let's put on our two momentum for that. Quick check, quick check. Oh, you're good to go. Okay. Uh, okay. Engineer. So now let's see how awesome the XO is at also flying the ship. Yeah, okay, Mr. Tretner, take us out. Yes, Captain. Never flown a ship before in the cells before, so if I ding one of them, my apologies. We'll blame it on the Starfleet engineers for putting four of them on there, right? How dare right. they? We'll have three left. <laughs> <laughs> that was the idea, right? Power right, levels are good. We're ready, ready to go. So right, Mooring's clear. Ready to take us out. Thrusters, or would you like to go with impulse, Captain? Thrusters, please, while in space, Doc, sir. Mr. Uh, yes, nice. Captain. So give me a control con. This will be uh, one success. And the ship's going to support with engines con. And I'm assuming since I'm helm um, operations focus, I get the focus for this. Yes. And don't forget the ship always rolls for it with a focus. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, no scratches oh, today. Okay, so that's five successes. Uh, that's that's nice. Four more. Yeah, that's four more momentum. Wow. So he, not only does he move it out of space dock with ridiculous accuracy, he kind of does a little flare at the end as he comes out of the space dock, does a little bit of roll, 
without even asking the captain. Looks impressive. Not really standard operating procedure. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> My first roll was two successful critical rolls. I mean, come on, I get to do a little spin. Hmm. Mr. Tretner, let's keep flying by the book today, please. Yes, Captain, I'm just a little bit excited. All right. Once you've cleared space dock, please proceed to Impulse and head to this planet, which I don't know the name of yet. Do you have a designation <laughs> or a name for this planet? Well, <laughs> yes, but you... Yes, we do. Hold on. So the name of this planet is... Sorry, I gotta go back to the top of my, my build sheet here. It's identified as M-1733. But the the locals call it... Oh, I gotta look at the character sheet. That was for the local people. They call it the Landrin. So, the planet's name is the Landrin, but the Federation knows it as... M-1733. That's catchy. That is very catchy. Let's set a course for M-1733. Yes, Captain. Course set in. Proceed at warp 7. Warp 7. Okay, so this is going to take you at warp 7 a couple of days, like maybe three, four days. Okay, so with that, this is now I going to give you another opportunity to RP, but this time you're going to be on the ship. So you'll be a little bit more interesting in your RP. Um, Mr. Troll, I'd like you to go through the sensor data we got from the survey energy or the data we got from about the survey engineers and put together a sensor profile to see if we can scan the planet for their biosigns once we get there. Yes, Captain. Excellent idea. All right, Dr. Zad. Sounds like these people aren't exactly pink skins. We're going to need a little help if we're going to blend in once we get down there. Oh, please tell me it's blue. Please tell me it's blue. It's your lucky day. It's blue. (laughs) Oh, and I I wanted to talk to you just quickly while we're here, because I think Koloth has a little cough. And I'm worried (sighs) that he's getting a cold. I'll be sure to see that right away. For right. Captain. Captain. Yes? Uh, we've been running. Uh, we're we're going to be running at warp seven for a couple of days. Um, I, I, I'm i going to go down to engineering and uh, make sure that uh, everything's running optimal. Excellent plan. I'd hate for us to get there and have our engines go kaput on our first voyage. Agreed. Grok? Yes. If you find yourself in a Jeffrey's tube, don't forget your anti-grab boots. We wouldn't want another accident. Sure thing, Doc. Um, Mr. Etrigan, I'd like you to take a look at the data we have on this society on um, Nalandrin as they call it, and see if you can put together a threat profile on the locals. Uh, aye, Captain. 
just out of curiosity, are we going to be getting a mission briefing or? Yeah, you know, we should probably do that. <laughs> I I don't want to overstep, but I would like to know what I'm prepared for. Sorry, I'm used to I, I'm I'm so used to flying solo that I thought I just assumed everybody already knew what I knew. So we should uh, we should have a briefing at uh ten hundred hours. Roger that, man. Okay, so with that, we can, you want to go, where would you like to go first? So I'll open up to you guys. What what would you like to handle first? Because I heard there was a, there's a little uh, coloth that needs a little bit of it, uh, repairing. I heard there was a couple things going on here. What would you like to start with? Wouldn't you guys like your mission briefing so that you can understand the full context of the tasks I just gave you? Uh-huh. Especially since I'm to be building a sensor profile. Yes, Captain. Yeah, let's go to the... Do we have a briefing room? Or you know, would yes. you like me to... We, oh, oh, yeah, let's a, go to the briefing room. We, have a, uh, we should have the briefing room from last time. Totally work. We'll use... We'll just use... a. Uh, room that's the break okay so we have you know what you're a small ship so we'll just um we'll just use this one i'll get a better one later on this is like it's the downfall of having so many maps on here Freddy. <laughs> okay. So because ooh, let me put myself on there. I gotta take clean up some tokens here because I thought we had another one here. There we go. And then everybody's in here? Or who's in here with for the briefing? Everybody. Everybody. Ex- yeah, everybody. Okay, so go ahead and position yourselves. We already have an Captain, again. do you smell that? We already have one. I thought. <laughs> what do you smell? Nothing. It's just such a beautiful new ship. It smells nice. It's that new starship smell. Can I have that in my shuttle too? This is just nice. Your shuttle didn't come with a new starship smell? It's made out of multiple small space shuttles. So some parts are newer, some are old. So you should have picked up one of those pine trees back at Starbase that does that smell for you. They still make those? I saw those in historical documentations. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we have all the tokens present. Okay, so what Admiral Jordan told me and where we're heading. So M1733 has a source of this interesting metal that could help us upgrade a lot of our systems. However, it is a pre-warp society. They're mid-industrial. And the survey engineers who went down to recover a sample of this metal have disappeared. Um, There's been no contact with them and we're past their check-in time. 
They went to an uninhabited area to try and find their sample. It was an island uh, claimed by the nation-state Kelavan. There are nation-states still on this planet, but they do not appear to have any active wars between each other. Uh, So our mission is to recover the survey team and hopefully also their sample without making contact or interfering with the species who... Dr. Zad is so excited. Yes, they do have blue-tinged skin. Any questions? Uh, I'm assuming they're more humanoid than Tellarite-like. Uh, yes, my understanding is that they're, uh, they are more or less humanoid. We should be able to blend in with some cosmetic surgery. Uh, there is a more detailed profile in the ship's databanks. So, just as a side note, you do have momentum, and there is a mission briefing that was sent to the ship, so you can use some of your momentum to ask deeper questions that uh, will basically be back-fitted into into your briefing. If you have anything you want to get some more detail about. How large is the search area, Captain? Computer, how large is the search area? Mm, I'll give this one to you free. That's not that's that's pretty simple in the briefing. Uh the actual island area is equivalent to let's say 250, 300 square miles. So it's a large it's a decently large island. I mean, it's about the size of uh let's say a about the size of Oahu or so. That's actually bigger than 300 miles. But yeah, about the size of Oahu in Hawaii. So enough to hold a couple hundred thousand people if it was populated. Yeah, the island itself is only that big. But unfortunately, there is a possibility that our survey team may have encountered locals and been removed from that area. Captain. Yes, doctor. Any possibility that we're not the first ones here? The uh, Admiral Jordan did not indicate that there had been any other interference, but there was concern that any other species, that rival species to us in the quadrant could become interested in this planet as well and its metal. Okay. Captain Dustin. Go ahead. Captain, does the briefing have any more specific sensor data on the uh, metal's um, composition or qualities, radiological qualities, or anything like that? Computer, display details on the metal. Okay, so this one's going to cost you a Discord, or a, a Discord, a momentum, if you want answers to this one. That's fine. Okay, so let's go ahead and spend a momentum. So, the deal is, the reason this hasn't just been something simple, like just transport it so nobody would notice, is the high density of the, of the molecules, the, the molecular form of this thing is so dense that the energy to transport would only get you a small, like, kilogram-sized block. So, it's feasibly, it's not, it's not a great, uh, it wouldn't be a great material just to beam up. Because of its sheer density, it would would take a tons of energy to to transport. 
that's one of the reasons we don't build ships like that because of the the density of the material would be so uh, it would cause a lot of energy. So that's why they haven't transported it. Uh, and on top of the they when they did try to transport it, it came in one of three ways. It either came in as a gas and it was toxic. It either came in as a liquid and, or it came in as a kind of like an explosive. And it was the same material. They just transported it and it would, it would come out different ways. Fascinating. I certainly understand why Starfleet is interested in this material. Uh, if we're going to be handling this material, we're going to need uh, to devise a, a, a method of of containment and transportation that uh, does not involve transporters. Sounds like you just volunteered for the job, Mr. Tall. Why well, did I have to open my big mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, Captain. I'll get right on that. Very Is, good. Oh, quick, go ahead. Um, are there any other more questions? Does everybody understand their assignments? Understood, Captain. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty clear. It seems pretty clear now, Captain. Okay, so with that, you have set down a couple of instructions. Who wants to handle their part of the instructions first? So you have... Well, I, okay, so here's the list. So you, the engineer's got to come up with a way to transport it, okay, without having to... Uh, base, I mean, a, a way to move it around without using a transporter. That's one. Doctor has to come up with a way to... Put your turn your skin to blue. It's not going to be makeup. You're going to have to probably do some kind of medical thing. So she's going to have to figure out how to do that. That's not just something you can just wave a wand over. And then I believe uh, there was one more. What was the other one? I had to make a sensor profile. There you go. So those three tasks need to be completed. <clears throat> so who wants to handle their task first? I'll go first. Okay. So what do you want to do it at on the bridge? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, I'll go ahead and switch you guys back to the bridge. This is... There it is. Sorry, I'm trying to slide your player marker, and for whatever reason, it's being a pain. Hmm. This way. Okay, I'm going to have to do a little skippy thing. I apologize to everybody, because I have so many rooms set up for you guys. A little marker... Okay, go. And there. Okay, so you want to set up a probe profile, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so 
the captain sends you over the data to set up this profile. Set up, give you an idea how the materials be able to be detected with sensors. The probe's going to hopefully help you be a lot more detailed with it. So for that, you're probably going to want to set up... You're probably going to have to use the skills of... Let me see here. Uh, we're going to use insight because you're going to have to get an idea to come up with a new mm -hmm. technique to apply and then have to use your science. And it's not okay. going to be too difficult. It's already a probe that exists, so you're just changing it. So we'll make it difficulty two. And I have a focus on sensors. Does that apply? Yes, 100% does. All right. The ship... Oh, wow. Not that the ship has to assist you, but the <laughs> ship <laughs> is going to do... The ship is going to assist with computers because it's, it's we're not using the ship's sensors. We're going to use computers to help you determine, but we'll still use uh, science. And so, yeah, computers and science for the ship. Again, something the must be... The ship lets us down. Yes, the ship the is, uh, ship's not helping here. Hey, the ship helped us get out of space dock. <laughs> <laughs> At least that. <laughs> so you are quite successful. Uh, what we're going to do here is it's basically going to create an create a situation where when if you were going to use the sensors on the probe, you're going to actually get like a three dimensional location where the metal is. Not only an X Y on the planet, but also a Z in the depth of how far the material is down. Fair um, enough. I also I ordered him to create a sensor profile for the actual engineers as well. Will this probe detect their life signs too? Okay, so what you got out of this or what uh, what you got an issue is that when they scan the planet, if you're to scan the planet, there's very little difference between the humans and the Melandrins. So it'll be really hard to separate those two but we'll when it comes there we'll get you we'll see if the probe can pick it up okay so the survey engineers were all human uh actually no yeah that is a good point i forgot to keep that in my brain uh one is a human one is an andorian and one is a vulcan so with that in mind they pro uh, you believe the probe will be able to detect one of them well, at least the Andorian, because okay, of their great. blood con consistency. Do we get a uh, momentum out of this? Uh, yes, yes, you do. So you got your momentum back. Okay, who wants to handle their job next? I can go. Okay, let's go. I'm gonna shift you over to medical. Here we go. Oh, clear the. Let me clear any interesting tokens that are in there. Nope, it's only it's only you right now. So we'll put you there, and then we'll put your, the doctor on the board, and you can move yourself any place you want, Doc. All right. Okay. So how? What would you? What would you like to do? You want to try to figure out how to change the appearance. Yeah, I think I'd like to develop a blue pigment to insert into the 
epidermis layer of the skin just below, so it gives it kind of a blue hue. Okay, okay. You open up the reports that they have. There was a equivalent, what, you, what we know as Star Trek fans, is a duck blind down there. So you do have some uh, some visual representation of what the appearance of the uh, Neandrin, Neandrins look like. So with a little bit of help, you can pretty much figure out what to inject into the skin to get a similar hue. And it's it's almost not really a dye as much as it's like a uh, uh, a change in the re- in the properties of like the blood in your skin to kind of make it mm-hmm. give it a different reflection uh, across the light spectrum. So you've determined that's that's what's going to need to be done. Now being successful at it is a different story. So now we're going to see how successful you are by having you roll for that capability. And with that, we are going to have you do a mm, a reason and and medicine. And this will, again will be two two successes. Now here's the thing: what would you are you going to set it up for all the races on your ship or a particular race? Do you want to just do it for humans? Do you want to do it for, for um, you want to do it for your trill? What, what, well, yeah. You, so you want to do more. We have different races. Okay. We're going to have to adjust to their different skin tones. Okay. So that's going to be a little bit more, a little bit more difficult. So we're going to say this one's going to be three. If you get three successes, you'll basically be able to do it for any race aboard the ship that you choose. Doctor, you are authorized to use momentum. Okay. Um, can I go ahead and use uh, xenobiology for focus by chance? Yes, because he's, this is a race that you're not completely familiar with, as well as working with races other than humans on the ship. So yes, xenobiology will apply. And dice pool still remains two, or do I go up to three? You get three because the okay. cap- captain said use some momentum. So at least awesome. three if you do one momentum. The ship will assist. Oh, man. You guys are killing these rolls. <laughs> You're killing me. Okay. This is why we were selected for the Hathaway. I guess. Uh, the... The ship's going to use computers, com- computers science. I'd say medicine, but let's use science because the computer's got to figure out, give you the formula for it. That's the second time I have failed to predict exactly which departments this ship was going to use. <laughs> <laughs> well, this time the uh, the ship has assisted. So you actually gain two, three, four, five, and it was three. So you gain two momentum. So with your free momentum, okay, with your free momentum that you have, you can either ask me a question about the race, the the Nalandrin race. You could ask me anything about their medical or science makeup. Well, it looks like at this point we've determined their skin. Is there anything like bone structure or beautiful antennae that they might have? 
No, they're very human looking. Okay. However, their uh, scans of their bones, or their bones and their their medical or their yeah their medical makeup is the this material this metal that that you all are interested in. There is actually traces of it in their actual bones. Hmm. Kind of like humans have iron and stuff like that. Well, these people have their equivalent of the metal in their bones, which makes their bones a lot, a lot stronger. It takes two to three times the amount of pressure to break their bones as it would a human equivalent. Let's Can we beam one aboard? Not try to use hand-to-hand combat against these people. I'll make sure that security is also aware of that. Okay. Good. Oh, so you're gonna get, gonna contact your security officer? Well, you bet. Okay, okay go ahead. Uh, Etrigan, come in. This is the doc. Go ahead, doc. I just needed to make sure you were aware, um, just in case there's any combat going on uh, once we approach the planet, and if by chance we actually do interact with the locals. Their bone structure um, is going to be a lot more durable than ours due to the fact of the metal that is actually present within them. Huh. Well, that's going to complicate matters. Uh, do you have enough information to determine whether or not uh, the stun setting phasers will be effective? Let me forward to you what information I do have so you can determine. Appreciate it, Doc. You bet. Okay. As a as a side little thing, I know we still have the engineer, but as a side thing, since it leads into the the uh, security officer, would you like to roll for that information, security officer, or would you like to spend momentum and get it for free? Um. Well, I'm going to have to do the same as the others have as well, because I'm supposed to be doing a threat assessment. Um, let's go ahead and spend that. You're going to spend the momentum for it? Yep. Okay. So, and so what you find out is because of their, their denser bone structure, uh, the stun... Ha- this, there is multiple stun settings. Okay, uh, just make sure everybody's clear of that as viewers and as part of the players. Uh, basically, the maximum stun is expected to work. Expected, just because or the only reason it is expected to work and not no is because we haven't they haven't basically went outside in the duck blind and started shooting people. Say, hey, does the stun work on them? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, the maximum setting is recommended is basically what comes down. Roger. Okay. <clears throat> so since we were on you, we'll go ahead and do your, do your profile or threat profile. If you want to do that now. Yeah. Um, so I'll go ahead and move you guys this back, is on the br- back on the bridge. Such a, a foreign um, place for us that we don't have a lot of information. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be scanning for quite a bit of data through what's been piled for us. And I'm looking for 
I'm looking for information related to uh, native garb so that we can have actually clothing synthesized so that we match uh, a brief overview of local laws and customs, any kind of internal security or policing agencies, uh, orbital defenses, if they have any, what kind of communication capability uh, the people on this planet have. Basically, I'm trying to figure out, okay. are they going to be um, able to communicate with each other over long distances quickly, or is it going to be slowly? Um, and weather conditions. Okay, so here's the deal. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have you roll, and I'm not going to have a success limit. What I'm going to do is the number of successes you have is how many questions you get to ask, and you'll get truthful answers out of me. Okay? Within okay. within the scope of what your job would entail. I mean, you should, you can't... So, does that make sense? Sure. Okay. So, in this case, I want you to do... For your role, I want you to do... Um, reason and security. And the ship can support you with... Uh, the ship can support you with the computer is going to so do computer security because the computer is going to pick out the items that, and highlight them for you. Okay, and I'd say go ahead and use momentum because you're asking a lot of questions. Yeah, threat assessments are often pretty uh, pretty wide and important. We have four remaining. Uh, we good with two or does that buy us anything? No, you have to spend three to get two dice. It's one for one, three for yeah. two and six for three. Okay. We'll just do the one. What does that do for my dice pool? You get, you get to roll three dice versus two. Okay. Okay. Do you have a, f give me your focuses to see if this is going to apply. What kind of focus do you think will apply for this? If you have any. Um, well, the, the focus that I have that will apply for some of what I'm looking for would probably be the infiltration. Yes. As far as, you know, yep. garb, local <laughs> customs, blah, blah, blah. Yep. I'll take, I'll accept that. With your experience in infiltration, you're look, you're quite familiar where to, where the points are in the briefing to, to get the most out of it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> wow. That, that's impressively bad. <laughs> you, you, out of four dice you didn't get one success and, wow. and, and in fact two of them were critical failures I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to Starfleet Academy and brush <laughs> up on, on some of these skills of mine you went down the YouTube rabbit hole didn't you right <laughs> oh wow um so uh Okay, so <laughs> so uh, the briefing re part of this is not your fault. We'll put it that way. Okay, so the zeros are are more a retro of the uh, so the normal zeros are retro, as in the people that did the duck blind briefing were all a bunch of scientists that are more interested in learning about the people individually and as a small group than they were as nations. And how they interact. So the the briefing didn't have anything 
about how their their security and things are stuff and things of like that are laid out. The critical failures are basically the few items like um, what what they even call their police and their security and their military and who's in charge of what nation states are in there. And for some reason, you completely miss them in the act of playing asteroids on the console. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, there's there's only one remaining important question. Okay. Did I I get the high score? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You not only did you get the high score, but you basically you had it reprogrammed by the chief engineer so that you you shoot like more than one laser at a time. You completely broke the game, so you get high score. Nice. Now. The flip side is, it this doesn't. Oh no, it does disqualify you. You have to get a success before you can use momentum to answer questions. So yeah, you can't even use momentum to answer questions because you didn't have a success. So that's all I really got for you. <laughs> so you have to think about think to yourself: Are you going to just generate one and give the captain something, or are you just going to hope the captain doesn't ask? <laughs> The captain's gonna ask. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, the uh, captain is definitely going to ask. <laughs> so you you gotta come up with some, uh, so you're gonna have to come up with some answers for the captain in one way or another. Um, and you can think about that while I deal with the engineer, and we can come back to you. Okie dokie. So with that, we're gonna go to engineering. Let me make sure I clean up some tokens before I shift it, because. The engineer's old token is still on there. Let me put his new token up there. Okay. And I'm going to shift screens. There we go. All right. So, Chief, how do you, what do you want to, tell me what you want to design or what you're looking at or what kind of things you need to know before you make this, this device. Well, I do have a, uh, a couple, uh, at least one question. Um, the material, the, the fact that it cannot be transported um, or the act of transporting alters the, the, the material, does, is it the, the conversion from, from um, the energy conversion process or is it the interaction with energy? Meaning, if we, uh, if we were to use a tractor beam or put a, a, a force field around it, would that set it off? Okay. From what you can tell from the previous reports, the answer or to answer your question, it is the molecular conversion. For some reason, okay. the material doesn't come back together the same way it came apart. Because, as you know, as an engineer, you're basically disassembling the matter at a one location moving the atoms up a tractor beam and then re- trying to reassemble them back the way they were. So yeah, it's the reassembly, the destruction and reassembly that's causing issues. Gotcha. Okay. So what I want to create is uh, because it has a higher density, that means this, this stuff is going to be heavy. heavy so I want to yes. create an, an anti-grav sled with a small tractor beam uh, on it so we can 
uh, assist with lifting it up and, mo and moving it around. And then I want to uh, set up a force field around it or shielding around it, uh, around the sled to a contain it and um, to uh, block anything from accessing it. So um, basically, I want to put put it inside of a lead box. <laughs> okay. I get what you're saying. So this won't be a long, I'm thinking this won't be an extended task because you're using existing technology. So you have to reinvent it. You're just putting it together to get the out, the outcome you want. Okay. Yep. Uh, are you going to use any other character or call for an assistance from any other character? Or are you going to uh, do it on your own? Let's see. Um, I should. I, I, I want to say I want to do it on my own, but okay. um, that's fine. I'm just asking before you, I give you a roll. But but the way I, I have a feeling the computers or the, the roles are going to be mean to me. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why you would think such a thing. No clue, but too many successes early on. Yeah, we're, we're due some bad luck. So, <laughs> but OK, let's let's do this. OK, so because you're basically like I said, you're using existing technology, you're just putting it together in a in an interesting way. It's not going to be super difficult. It's going to be, uh, this is going to be for you. This is going to be insight because you're trying to put it all together and get an idea how you're going to get it all to fit in a manageable package. So it's going to be insight. And of course you're engineering. Do you have anything that would apply as a focus? Yes. Um, I have manufacturing, um, and I also have uh, transporters, replicators, but I think manufacturing would probably be a better fit. Okay, I like it. And, and it's going to I, be two successes. Well, I'm going to buy uh, at least one more moment, uh, one more uh, die. So, uh, or the momentum, please. Sorry. And what would you like the ship to roll? The ship is going to assist him with... Uh, ship's going to assist him with... It's going to still be computers and engineering. Oh, look at that. Well done. Yeah. The, the ship, ship apparently likes, likes her engineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Let's see. You rolled a one. Uh, not even a focus level. Okay. So you get two momentum back. Excellent. You sit down. You take a little time. Uh, you're basically making sure that the other engineers in the space kind of let you do your thing and not distract you. And you come up with a beautiful sled with a tractor beam, separate power supply. I mean... It pretty. It has extra storage in it. I mean, you're basically you basically built a a sled that can completely do everything you want it to do, and then some. To the point that it came out so well that you set up a blueprint for the the replicators to create it. Nice. So with that, you might actually uh, when you you might want to think of a way to uh, how you want it designed, and uh, we can use that uh, for future sleds. Cool. Uh, with that, 
Is there anything else you would like to do while we're down here? Or are you good with your c- creation? Um, I, th- I think I th- I'm, th- I'm thinking I'm okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I'm good. Okay. Ah, she's a beaut. So let's go see the outcome of Etrican's lovely role. now before the captain grills you okay i made a i made a slight error a slight error okay the slight error being that you can re-roll if you use your determination oh i'm sorry yeah you can use your determination to re-roll or take uh momentum to re-roll i think it's two momentum to re-roll and you have to have uh, a talent that applies right yeah which he well no 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 he you can you can take the you can it's not a talent thing you can actually spend momentum to negate uh critical failures let's do that (laughs) okay i just want i wanted to be fair even though i did want to see how this came out but to be fair you can you can do the re-roll, but you can't re-roll uh, if it fails this time. I, I can tell you how it would have come out. So the other ship that was on space dock <laughs> <laughs> would get crewed up and sent out here. <laughs> ah, goodness. All right. So we're, what was that? We're doing reason and you're doing reason security, security. but the, the, the expenditure is your re-roll only. It does not re-roll Hathaway's. The Hathaway stays at zero. Okay, and we'll spend a momentum point. So with the focuses, that still drops me to three d twenty, right? No, when you do, when you spend the two for reroll, you reroll all three of your dice. You already oh, spent I it see. for extra. You're not. You don't have to pay more to reroll an additional one. Gotcha. hope ah there you go Much better nice. uh, and you get one of those momentum back because it was only a I believe I said it was only a two okay oh no no it wasn't I take that back it wasn't that we get you get how many questions you get that's what it was you get a question for every success do I have to give that momentum back yes no free momentum <laughs> aww aww I'm a nice okay. GM, not a, not a uh, easy one. Okay, so you get three questions. What three questions do you want answered from your briefing? Uh, um, I'm interested in their comms capability. Okay, uh, I will answer that right now. They have, they do have RF. They have basic RF. They have basic encryption RF. Uh, they don't usually, they don't have anything beyond the EM spectrum. Um, so there's no like optical or something like that. They do have uh, satellites, but they are only four comms for over the horizon communications. They are not surveillance, and they are all pointed towards the planet. Okay. 
um, internal security and policing? Uh, it varies from uh, nation state to nation state. The one you're, the one that is technically su- uh, over the island, it's Kelvin, and they have uh, a military presence. Their internal security, uh, their their military compared to other militaries, they have a above average military size compared to the other nation states on the planet. Um, they still use projectile weapons. And uh, basically think about like just right after post-World War II, that's their equivalent capability. Okay. And one more. Um, let's go with, are there anything about the weather conditions that we're going to need to know? So the, it's, it's a, it's damn near a perfect M class planet, which means think of the most temperate location, uh, and apply it to 70% of the planet. They don't have, they didn't really have pollution issues, they don't have overgrowth or undergrowth. I mean, it's it's a just a really really good place. Uh, uh, I'm looking more for the local. Uh, I'm you know if we're going to be going in. Okay, sneakily, so, I I don't want to make sure that we don't have you know bad storms coming in. Oh, you're talking about like that. Per, you're talking about not overall. You're talking about at the moment uh, when you well, arrive. Yes, for, for okay. our arrival and. Uh, that at this point it might be a little difficult to tell that, but you can. I'll let you scan it for free to answer your question when you get there. Okay. Okay. That'll work. Okay. So, is there any other things you want to touch up before you determine your arrival? I would like to go through some of the uh, some of the imagery that the previous team got of the locals, so that we can get an idea of on uh, clothing and get some of that made up and ready. Okay. I'll let that be free. It's no problem. I mean, I, I, it's, it's cottony type clothing because it's a near perfect M class planet. There's not really too many heavy coats and stuff like that. It's typical humanoid clothing for, for, you know, subtropic. How about that? Gotcha. Anything else anybody wants to clean up before we prepare for your arrival? I should probably check out the shuttles. Since we might have to use them to transport material. Okay. So you have... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Captain, permission to check out the shuttle bay and take a look at my babies down there. Go ahead. Make sure you remove that blasted sticker while you're down there. Yes, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we'll go ahead and... Yes. I know how much you love it. My domain. Remember to clean up before I shift. Clean this all up before we start it. There we go. So, here are... Roughly, here's your compliment... Uh, the spear is the one you're sitting on. The other ones are pretty much just standard 
you know, Federation type five shuttles. Uh, yours is the only one that is a slat that is, um, of a larger size. The rest of them are all class one size. And then of course you have your group of escort fighters and just the brief watchers that are unfamiliar with this setup. What we're doing is our XO is also a flight officer. He has a upgraded shuttle called the spear. And what it does, it is like a, a, a wax, uh, uh, supervising aircraft, so he has escort equivalent to escort fighters, and he has four escort fighters and his command ship, and they work as a team. When he goes to use them for combat, I'll explain how his combat interaction is. But it is a larger class shuttle that holds at least six personnel for him to escort around and some storage. Okay, so I'll hand it back to you. Uh, it's a pretty ship. Now, uh, before I interact here, do any of the support characters, are any of them pilots? Uh, not currently. I have not laid out any support pilots. That's something we, as me and you, can do off, you know, off camera. We'll create a couple support pilots. Cool. I have one to use who would be running around, I guess, if you want to use that one. Okay. It shall be a lieutenant, and it shall be a Dorian. You're welcome, Doctor. Thank you. Ooh, the doctor's going to have a boyfriend. I mean... I got to check my <laughs> blood pressure. Did we... Oh, wait, I also made my supporting character Andorian. How well, many Andorians do we have on this <laughs> ship? <laughs> Considering I'm the only human uh, of the staff here, or the command staff. My supporting character is human. Sweet. And he's a helmsman. My supporting characters, science, uh, alien, alien, alien. I mean, a unique alien. Mine's a Denobulan helmsman. So we have some helmsmen. Hmm. Any of you want to be shuttle pilots? (laughs) Sure, why not? (laughs) You know there's a good chance you might get to die. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Who's the fodder this week? <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> okay, All so right. what are you checking on the shuttle? Is there anything you want to do to it, or are you just are you just doing a visual for poops and giggles? <laughs> I'm looking for my um one of my pilots, so I'm gonna look for my Andorian pilot, his name. Lieutenant Ralsheen. Lieutenant Ralsheen. With two S's. It needs to be difficult. Where is that character on the roster? I don't see this character on the roster. I'll send it to you. I haven't made it up yet. Sorry, I don't have. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. That's that's fine. I that's fine. Because we don't I have... expect us to use him soon unless you have some stories coming up, so we'll see. No, no, I mean we I didn't plan on using them today because we were gonna talk about it after the game. I don't have any art for any of them either, so would you like to play that lieutenant when I talk to him? Oh God, you're gonna make me play a character. Uh, yes. sure. Yes, he would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy. Thanks, pal. Okay, so go ahead. Right. So I'm walking down towards my lovely ship. Mm-hmm. 
and I see Lieutenant Raul Sheen standing down there. Lieutenant Yes, sir. How are the ships doing? I I have scanned over them since their arrival uh, at the space dock. Uh, they all seem to be working normally. I haven't touched yours, sir, because I, I know how you're particular about that. Um, uh, I've only checked the other ones. Uh, they all seem to be in operating order. Uh, we do need a couple spare parts for one of them, just because the, the, the intermix is out of balance. We can talk to the engineer about that or, or, or somebody. But otherwise, they, they work just fine, sir. Great news. Thank you, Lieutenant. And I do have... Unfortunately, a task for you on my shuttle. There's a bumper sticker on the right in the cell. <laughs> I would like you to remove that one before the captain court-martials me for inappropriate uh, humor, I guess. But, but sir, I, I, I know, I know. One, I put one on all the fighters now. Well, just to remove the one from mine, maybe we can go through with this. Maybe oh. she won't notice. I, I thought it was I thought it was something to denote our our wings, so I, I made a copy and put them on all the all the fighters. But oh, okay, sir. I think she's no. gonna notice. Yeah, she might. No, Lieutenant, don't worry. We'll we'll come up with something to put on our ships as marks of greatness. I guess. But oh. good. We're about to go into unexpected. Um, unknown territory and we might need the shuttles to deploy and pick up some engineers and also our own staff and maybe transport some materials around. Just be under ready for that one. I'll talk to the engineer about taking a look at that intermix. And I, uh, Grok, uh, comes into the, the shuttle bay with his, uh, smag, uh, sled, the, the, the new device that he created, mm -hmm. uh, to load it up into the shuttle. Do you call it smag? Yes. It's the shielded man manipul manipulator anti-grav sled. Smag. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so so you, because your, your shuttle is larger, there's actually a loading, there's like a loading ramp on the back of it. I mean, it's armored. It's, it's got several additional plates for to protect it. But it's got a loading ramp on the back of it, so it's no problem loading up the smag sled. Wow. Already? <laughs> nice. I like it. Okay. Anything else you want to tidy up here? That's it. Just want to make sure that my things are right. I'm going to walk past the past hall and take a look at the sled. That's a nice-looking sled. Thanks. So you, if you, <laughs> see, you're very proud of it. Um, you can load it up into the spear. Don't worry about. You're allowed to touch my shuttle, of course. But can you do me a favor? One of our escort fighters has some issues with the intermix in its reactor. If you could take a look at that at some, hope, hopefully before we arrive at M-1733. If not, that'd be that's fine too. We have three escort craft in the spear. I'll, uh, I've, I've got a few minutes. I, I, I can take a look, quick look. Thank you so much. All right, I'll see you around. Patrick into Tretner. Tretner here. Commander, any chance that you got uh, those additional ropes and climbing harnesses I requested for that fancy shuttle of yours stowed away? I don't think I do, but I'll take care of that. Actually... I know just the person who will take care of that. 
especially letting me know. Yeah, I'll take, take a look at my Andorian lieutenant. Tendril. Yeah, yes, sir. Um, Etrigan requires some ropes and climbing gear uh, for away missions. Could you throw some of that into the shuttle? There should be a manifest lying around somewhere. Yes, I will do this. No problem. Uh, uh, anything else, sir? Nah, just take that bumper sticker off my shuttle. Um, we'll see what happens with the other ones. Okay. And he goes and he does a little... He gets the replicators in the back. There's little replicators on the lower floor. Gets some, gets the stuff and starts loading it up. And the last thing you see is him with a bucket of water, hot water, and a little, a little Star Trek-looking scraper, and he is mumbling in a language you're not completely familiar with. And something in your name pops up like two or three times in there. And starts scraping it off. I'm just going to ignore that and head back to the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Surely there must be a remove bumper sticker setting on the phasers. Fix that. Uh... Maximum usually does it. <laughs> it blows in the cell off. Yeah. No, let's not try that. Well, the bumper sticker would be gone then. <laughs> and so would be the warp. Don't coil. be giving me more work to do now. <laughs> okay. So let's. Um, we'll worry about the intermix thing. We'll worry. We'll, worry, we'll do that. It was like a. He did it while he was in there type of thing. We don't have to roll for it. So. We're going to go ahead and go back to the bridge. Now, the question I have, Captain and crew, is the planet, con- or the, the system consists of the primary planet and two moons. Where would you like to arrive in the star system at? Would you want to be around the planet? Would you want to be behind the moon? Would you like to sit on the other side of the sun or the star? Uh, it's all up to the crew and the captain. Um, I'd say have hide us behind one of the moons to start out. Uh, Mr. Etragon, did your threat assessment indicate that they, uh, the inhabitants of the planet would have any way of detecting us in, um, in orbit? Uh, negative, Captain. The only satellites that I see in the data that we've received so far indicates that they have a a, a network of communication satellites, all planet-directed. Okay. If necessary, we can go around the planet in the high orbit, but I'd like to start out from behind one of the moons. Agreed, Captain. Okay. So you enter the star system and park yourself behind a moon. That's good. Good to know. Okay. So with that, we are going to take our break. We're going to take a 10-minute break. When we come back, we'll deal with entering and arriving on a planet, if you so choose. So with that, I'm going to put... There we go. I'll put the placard up. And I'll go ahead and mute you guys. And
and we'll be back at I got uh let's see it's for you guys what time is it for you guys I don't even know so let's make it on the 45 we'll start back up okay okay we are back from break I'm about to bring the players back in go back to scene and you're back on recording players so with that you park the ship behind one of the moons how would you like to get on the planet well, first, I'd like to do a sensor sweep of the system and see if mm. anybody else has been poking around. Mm. What a great idea. <laughs> Who would you like to roll for that? Mr. Troll. And Sabin. Your ops officer has currently got his mic muted, so let's see if he is aware of that. Ah. Uh. Okay. Mr. Etrigan. <laughs> oh. Hi, uh, Captain. So for that, I want I want a So the player is gonna roll a reason science. Um yeah, reason science. And then do a sensor science on the ship. And it's only gonna be one success. We're not gonna make it too difficult. It's a standard non stress situation. My science is really weak. <laughs> well, hopefully the ship supports you. Yeah, this is what happens when not all the crew is on the bridge when their report is supposed to report. I'll send some boys to look out for him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by any chance, could you make a case to use something other than science? Like your phasers? Or could perhaps uh, our engineer offer an assist with the sensor task? Well, if he, for instance, if he, if he happens to um, have a higher security than science, perhaps he could make a case with the GM to use security rather than science. I'm just offering that as a possibility. It is more of a security-related sweep looking for uh, opposing forces, so to speak. That's, that is a possibility, yeah. Sorry, I apparently was too late coming back. What are we doing? You are well, making a sensor scan. Okay. <laughs> I will do so. <laughs> Good stuff. I see Good security fence. <laughs> All right. So that would be control science. Uh, let's, let's do reason science. Okay. And the ship supports with sensors science. I'll add my sensor focus here. Okay. Wow. Oh, that's still, that's all you need. You only need one. Fair enough. So with that, 
uh, the only thing you detect in the system currently that is unnatural would be uh, would be some basic satellites that are orbiting the planet, the main planet, and uh, that's about it. There is no other ships um, in orbit. Okay, that's good news. Uh, Dr. Zad, are you ready to make us blue? Yeah, I have the hyposprays ready to go. Okay, and uh, Mr. Etragon, what did you find out on your uh, threat assessment? Well, Cap, we have to uh, definitely have to make sure that we try to avoid the the natives. Uh, that metal, uh, according to the doc, is also part of their bone structure. Interesting. We may, we may have real issues uh, neutralizing anybody that becomes a problem. Phaser okay. should be set to maximum sun stun, and you should not expect them to actually work. Let's not fight the natives then. Uh, have, have you replicated local garments for us? Yes, ma'am. Glad to hear it. Mr. Troll, you're, uh, go ahead and launch your probe and do your sensor sweep. Using your sensor yes, profile for the location of the metal and hopefully the Andorian or Vulcan members of the engineering team. Yes, sir. I'm not even going to guess what I need to click on to do that because apparently I always guess wrong. Well, so you're gonna the probe's going to launch automatically. It's not a oh, combat okay. action. The probe's going to just launch. Cool. Okay, <clears throat> it's going to go. I figure you guys want it in a high orbit, right? Yes. Okay. Hold on. I gotta. I gotta do some behind the scenes magic. Let me check something here. Mr. Tall, do you have a way for us to transport this metal and keep it contained? Yes, Captain. I loaded up the the the, the, the smag sled into the, the the spear. It's ready to go. Okay, Mr. Tretner, make sure you prep the spear for departure before we go down to the planet so you can beam back and bring it down to meet us as needed. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So Hey Doc. Oop, go ahead. Hey, Doc. Yes, Grok. Uh, th- th- that hypo isn't going to, like, be permanent, right? You know, I mean, no offense, but I don't think I'm going to look very good blue. It's not going to be permanent, but everything looks better blue. Well, what if about our... say s- so. Is, is, the, is it smart enough to cover up our spots? Or are we just going to have blue spots? And silence. <laughs> say oh. that again. We're, we're going to say. <laughs> I was on mute. <laughs> no, it should, it should blend it in. Okay. That's good to know. Great. Uh, so. What would you like to scan for? Your probe made it there. No problem. I'd like to go ahead and scan for the engineering team. Okay. You're going to have to roll for that, of course. Thing is, it's going to be 
four successes. Yeah. Yikes. Spend the momentum. That's a okay. Idea. In that case, spend a momentum, and can we please get an assist from our engineer? Yep. And does the ship get to roll? Because the ship it's gets rolled. Rogue? Yep. Yeah, okay. because it's still working through the it's still right. working through the ship. Yeah. So is this reason science again? Yes. Okay. Oh no. Did you already start your roll? No. Okay. Make it insight science this time because there's okay. there's a reason. If you're successful, you'll know why. Okay. The ship is going to, of course, support with sensors science. Uh, because I'm assisting, okay. I, do I, I get to that. use? Do I use a focus? Do you have a focus that applies to sensors? We're doing well uh, here. No, not really. But uh, I could use my computers to kind of sort of maybe enhance uh, sensors resolution. Sure, I'll go with it. It's already successful, so. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, jeez. So, momentum for the six pool. successes. So wow, put, you really did a great job programming that probe. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. So, well done. Yep, got your two back in there. So, you detect, you were able to detect Andorian out of the three. As suspected, they'll be the most different compared to, compared to the indigenous life forms. The problem is they are in the main continent, the main, I'm sorry, the main nation state. They are located in underground, not like deep underground. They're just, they're just like equivalent to somebody being in like, you know, a sub basement in a building. And the other flip side is most of the buildings that you can detect are made of, are made of partially this material. So transporters don't really, not only does the transporters not like transporting it, the transporters don't like transporting through it because the density of the particles. So you can't transport them out of whatever building they're in. Okay. Sounds like we're going to have to go in. Um, Mr. Troll, can you identify and isolate a a discrete transport site near the building where they're being kept? I will do my best. Okay. Um, Is that another roll? You give me a momentum, I will make you roll. Okay. We'll make it an auto success. It would only be one success either way. Uh, Well, it's two, but I'll make it an auto win. doesn't matter. So what you see is they are basically surrounded by the building they're in is basically surrounded by fences. So, uh, and it's surrounded, those fences are surrounded by buildings. So you would have to do basically transport into a little foresty area about two and a half miles from the location. If you transport. All right. Can we also use the probe to go ahead and scan for the metal? See if we can find a good deposit to harvest a sample from. 
Well, in your briefing, the, the place there where they went is the most concentrated location uh, on yeah, the planet. Yeah, that's the island where they were supposed to get right. their sample. Can we scan that island to see if there's anything that might... I'm going to recommend that we start our... We take the spear down to that island, try to collect a sample, and figure out what happened to the engineering team before we try to launch a rescue. Okay. That's no problem. So, who are you taking? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> okay. Wow, it's They've a party. Wow, it's a jobs to do. It's a it's a party. I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm feeling a little blue. Me oh. too. Never die. Nice. Me too. Indeed. Oh my hey, is that, is that probe picking up any life forms on the uh on the island that's supposed that's a to be good uninhabited? Question. Well, he didn't ask that, so that would probably become a roll. All right. Is that insider reason? Uh, reason. And we're going to make it three. Uh, doctor, could you please assist him in scanning for life forms? I sure will. I just love scanning for life forms. Those tiny little life forms. Oh, God. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> and the insist. Oh and my doctor. god! No! Oh, no! Four, four dice, That's one it. success. Nobody goes to the shuttle. You can all walk your way down to the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I can't tell you the shuttle. The sensors apparently decided to not work this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So what you get back is. It's a little hard to determine because because of all the resonant material, the metal in there, plus the metal's kind of eked up into the, the roots of the trees, and be, because the the beings there have that material in their, in their bones, it's, it's just a, a huge ball of this metal somehow laid out across the whole island, so it's really hard to delineate the difference between what is a being and what is a tree and what is just the metal. Okay, so once we get down there, I want Mr. Troll and Mr. Tretner to secure a sample of the metal. Um, we will assist in that, and then the rest of us are going to beam over to the forest and try to make our way towards the engineering team. But let's get suit up. Let's get blue. Let's get dressed. Let's get to the spear. All right. Captain, uh, shouldn't I be with the the team that uh, collects the samples? That's what I just said. You are that team. I'm not sure about that. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I I thought you said troll. Sorry. Troll. Okay. Hmm. That, it, that, it is a little weird that we have both a tall and a troll on our main crew. If it ha- helps it better, I really I sort of think that it's that mine is trowel and not troll, if that helps. That, that actually helps a lot. Trowel. Tall. We can do this. Better. Thanks. Okay. Everybody gets a name tag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get you guys. Let's get you guys loaded up. Let's shift you over to the shuttle. Let's let me go ahead and do that. 
get you guys. So go ahead. I'm gonna put go ahead and drop your tokens where you want them to go. I see two. Yeah, I don't see my token to drop it. Uh, it should be on your uh, when you go to your character sheet. Okay. Oh, you can grab your name oh, and, and drop it that. on there. Yeah. Huh. There you go. So you guys can. Yeah, you guys have control of putting your tokens on there. Only time I try to put one on is if there's a little bit no of delay. I have no idea we could do that. Yep. 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 Okay. Sorry, I'm I'm doing something here while you guys are setting up the. There we go. Okay, we got one, two, three, four, five. Who are we missing? We're missing I, the doc. Missing I me, checking that I guess I'm not to make sure it's really gone. Catching exactly how to do that. Yeah, while we're waiting for the doc, I do a walk <laughs> around on the uh, spear to make sure that he uh, got rid of that bumper sticker. Did you notice the nacelles on the other shuttles in the <laughs> shuttle bay? <laughs> Why do you say stuff like that? Oh, no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> is there something I need to see on the other shuttles? You might want to take a look. <laughs> Damn trolls. Seriously. Okay, I take a look at the other shuttles. Okay, so <laughs> all the bumper, wait, 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 wait. All the bumper stickers have been covered with a nice color paint matching magnetic panel. I don't notice it. Oh, you you wanna you don't wanna roll for it? You just don't notice it? Um sure, I'll roll for it. Okay, so perception check. So we've got people to rescue. You sure, Captain? Well, we're we're just rolling to see if I notice it, not that if I do anything about it. (laughs) Give me insight and security, and you and he says paint color matching, like exact size. How how thick is the actual the actual material? Very thin, extremely thin. Okay, so we're gonna. Because it's just an incursory inspection, you're not like particularly scanning for it. We're gonna make it three. Okay, uh, not assisting. I have a focus in Starfleet protocol, and that so will I'm actually apply. I think it does. That actually, is gonna do his best to stay between the captain and the shuttles to cool. obscure her line of sight. Don't, well, don't. the captain did not notice. So <laughs> no. you, you're fine. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> oh man. However, Trowel got a couple of side eyes from the uh, from his coworkers. <laughs> oh, man, eh, what else is new? Aww. <laughs> I I just give him a discreet thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our pilot needs a roll to escape this shuttle bay. So and this is. A, of the captain. I'm sorry. Say again. And the glances of the captain looking for my bumper stick. Mm. I need a control con, and uh, no stress, so it's just one. And the shuttle will assist with engines, Con. Remember, roll for the shuttle this time. So you got to roll off the spear sheet. And my focus is applied because I have small crafts and helm operations. All the fun. Yeah. No problem. Meanwhile, Grok is like staring at his reflection in, in, in one of the panels going running his hand over his skin and just mumbles to himself, I'm blue. (laughs) And the doc's just smiling wide at you. (laughs) Looking awfully handsome over there. 
All right, everybody sit down. We're leaving the shuttle bay. Wow. <sighs> okay. He's one hell of a pilot. Yeah, I mean, again, even after being told, he gives a little flourish. And for some reason, he's got this attachment to making the ship rotate. Not that it makes any difference to the people inside, because there is no up and down in space. But camera-wise, <laughs> it, it just <laughs> it looks it looks unnecessary and yet beautiful. Great A fancy. That's right. I have to give you so do the little starburst thing. Set your plasma on fire. It'll be amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so much for being cognito. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so where's your first destination? The island where the metal is concentrated. Okay. So here we go. Let me set your map and hold on. Where'd it go? That's where you guys are. Hold on. Let us roll the screen over a little bit. There it is. There we go. Grabbing, moving. Okay. Here is your map. The nice little foresty with some hills on it. Go ahead and adjust the OBS screen. So, where do you want to put down at? I'll give you the... Uh, I'll give the token to the pilot, and he Ooh. can set it down where he wants. You have you can drop your, you can yeah. XO can drop the token wherever he wants. He's got control of the token, or no? There, there we go. Oh, we already did. Okay, never mind. Cut off. Okay. So, that's where you landed. Okay, I'm liking it. It's annoying that I have to drag the name and not the little picture of my token. Yeah. We <laughs> like love I you, Roll20. <laughs> just, just as a note. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Whoa, why are there three captains? Because she's awesome. Because I tried it and it would let me dra it let me drag my token, not my name. <laughs> also, there was a transporter accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. What else are you using? Chrome. Uh, I mean Firefox. That might be why. Okay, so what? Now that you're on the planet, what do we, what do you want to do? I would like uh, Mr. Tall to find a good sample to take while the rest of us look for clues as to what happened to the survey engineering team. Um, see if our tricorders pick up any Federation technology or any sign that they were here. Okay. I'm looking for life signs and a good overwatch position. Okay. So let's take a, let's do some rolls in order. So, Let's have the engineer. Let's have the engineer scan for the material for the best concentration of the material. All right. So it's going to be a reason a reason science for your scan. My science isn't great, so I'll definitely need to use um, a uh, momentum. 
and I do not have any focuses that I think will apply. Okay. Would you like someone to assist you? Um, that would be nice. Um, but I, I do have uh, a few, a few, uh, what are they called? Uh, talents that might help later. Um, but first let's see what I end up doing here. Oh, there you go. Okay, so your scan is quite successful. You determine that... I still don't get why I can't ping. It's very irritating. See if I can ping on this screen. Because all you guys are... Cl- all you're doing is clicking, right? Uh, hold it down. Click and hold, yeah. Oh! Well, one ping only. (laughs) Hey, that's amazing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Considering considering the issues that I had earlier, I just want to make sure I got this right. The GM was having some sensor issues with his ping. He was the second highest score on that video game. (laughs) I hope you liked your. Security <laughs> officer. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Liked past tense. There you go. So right here, see my little blue pingy. Mm-hmm. That is right there on that edge is the best concentration of area right there. So we'll actually, I'll actually put a mark in there so you guys can uh, keep track of it. So let me put a mark there. Okay, freehand. Okay. Regular. Okay, and I will put it as nice bright red. And. Okay. See it on your screen? Yep. Okay. So that's the best concentration of that you can detect. And it's almost exposed to the point you could damn near walk up to it. And. Sweet. Scrape it off the wall if you need to. Hope you brought tools to take it out of the wall. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, phaser. I can improvise something. <laughs> you'll you'll do fine. Okay, so who wants to do their scan next? Before we go, uh, we get one momentum right from the. Uh, was it two successes? Then yes. Yeah, this scale's a little wonky, so. I mean, it's not super far, but it's way more than 45 feet. That, that's D&D measurement. And my map is only so big. That's not far. It's a couple hundred, a couple hundred yards. You might be able to set that just for future reference. I'll, have to, I'll have to tinker with it. I'm still learning Roll20 yeah. myself. Yeah, me too. I ain't moving until I know it's safe to move. Okay, so Mr. Trowell, can you please do uh, scan the area for any Federation technology? Yes, Captain. So I need you to do a insight science because now you're trying to you're trying to point out something that isn't part of the natural. Okay. Uh, does my sensors focus work when I'm using a tricorder? Yes, because it's still a sensor type scan. Yes, I will cool. say yes. 
And we're maxed out on momentum, so go ahead and spend one. Oh, hold on. Try that again, then. Insight science, right? Yes. Okay. It's annoying that once you've, like, gone to the next screen, you don't have a back button and you have to start over. Very nice. Wow. Okay. Nice. So, uh, let's go ahead and, so what you did is you ran, you rolled three over. <laughs> so put one back onto your momentum, which you already did. So you have two left. Now, what kind of, you can ask questions on those two related to your scan. Okay. Uh, well, do I get the results of the scan? Oh, yes. First? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you are right uh, you do detect federation type material uh, and it's on the ground okay um, uh, I guess the next question would be do I well, no, there wouldn't be any sign of energy weapons because they don't have energy weapons. Well, no, let would see if they fired their phasers. Yeah. Do we see an, any signs of energy weapon usage? You do not. And what the scan roughly is, is you detect plating, uh, Federation-type metal plating in on the ground. Interesting. Part Where of the precisely? Line, maybe? Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Where precisely would be, like, right over... Let me change the color. Uh, yeah, Let's make it a color that's going to stand out, though. Make it this color. You detect it, like, right over here. And you might have to zoom out a little bit if you're zoomed in. It's in the very that's bottom cool. left corner of the map. So, you can also um, just scroll ah. to the bottom left. Okay, so for I move the map for the viewers. So it's all the way down there, almost hidden in some those trees. So you're not quite see can't uh you can't quite see it or tell what it is, but it's over in that direction. So whatever happened, they did not fire their phasers. No. So that's interesting. It means there was probably not a violent struggle. Okay, I want to take Mr. Trowell and Dr. Zad and Mr. Etragon to go investigate that uh, Federation technology, that plating, while uh, Mr. Tall and Mr. Tretner get together our sample. Okay. So go ahead right. and move your, move your tokens accordingly. Uh, right now you have no threat to slop that from happening. So go ahead and move your tokens accordingly. I know who's grouped okay. where. I grab the, the smag sled and I start uh, heading around the ridge and yep. towards uh, the the material. Okay. So let's let's handle the captain's group first because that might change what you do with the other group. Okay, so when you approach, Captain and your group approach, 
You get closer, and this is what you see. It's a shuttlecraft. Yeah, but it's not just a shuttlecraft. It's pieces of a shuttlecraft. Like, it didn't come down controlled. It's mostly intact, but inoperable. And the cells are kind of knocked off. There's, you know, a little bit of burning and stuff like that. Does it look like it crash landed or like it was attacked after it had landed? Uh, you might have to roll for that. It looks like it came down with a thud and there was a nice little drag drag mark. But you'd have to you might you're going to do an investigation to figure out if it's uh, external influences that caused that Federation shuttle. Oh, yes. OK. Okay, Mr. Trowell and Mr. Etrigan, if you would please investigate the shuttle, uh, the the shuttle debris. Okay, I'm guessing that's insight. Yes, it's going to be insight, and it's going to be for an investigation. I'd say it's probably going to be. Uh, let me make sure. Let me make sure. Make sure. Okay, so. For an investigation, it's going to be security. Oh, yeah. then I would say that Mr. Etrigan should do that. Yeah, and Mr. Etrigan will, and you will assist. Yeah, because my security's two. <laughs> or I can assist. And my- the successes, before you roll, the successes are going to be three, because it's so damaged and so much scoring. It's going to be, it's going to take a little bit of work to figure out which ones, if it, if any, is not natural or from the okay. collision. Yeah, Captain, I'd suggest this? you do this Actually, instead of me. Can more than one player assist? No. Okay. Um, yeah, my security is only a three, and it's insight. Yeah, our insight's the same, but I have one more point than you do. Yeah, so it's probably better if you do it. Okay. Use the momentum we have, plenty to go with. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Etrigan, if you'll please roll with one momentum. Okay, so what does that make my dice pool? Uh, One is V3. Don't really have an applicable focus don't matter you got three right there okay nice excellent with with the three successes you don't get any momentum but you do determine that several of the scorings you have look like there were explosions and not only was there is explosions but if you look close enough to the explosions you see that there's almost impact and little pieces of shard in there that have the signature of the metal on this planet. Like they tried to transport the metal, perhaps? That might be. That would cost you uh, momentum if you want that question. Captain? Yes? Um, A couple of things... Uh, from from what it looks like, uh, we might want to scan um, for 
bio uh, sensors to see if we if there were type of injuries. Um, if anybody was inside when this explosion went off for blood. Uh, okay, if Dr. Zad, go ahead and scan for biological material. Okay, I'll give this to you free because this is pretty basic. Uh, the door is popped open, so if you want to go inside, you can totally go inside and look. It's not enclosed. It is It is opened. So when you do the scan, or even if you want to poke your head in, there is blood in there, but it's not large amounts of blood. It's more like, oops, I got a cut, or I bumped my head. It's not, oh no, there was a slaughter in here. Okay. And can we determine uh, how many different uh, different people, whether it was like one person, their DNA, or whether it was multiple people that were hurt? It's multiple genetic materials. It's Okay. Uh, it's kind of Vulcan, it, it's human, and it's uh, Andorian. Okay. Is there any Nalandrian DNA present? Not in the blood. There's okay. traces of it, but it's just like, a, you know, the kind of stuff you would get like dust or flakes off your skin or just like somebody walking in and walking out. Mm-hmm. So this is where they were taken. The shuttle was shot down. This does not look good. This makes everything a little bit more complicated. Let's, um, I think we need to take this debris with us if possible. Uh, Like how large is the debris? Is it a full size shuttle or? It's, it's a good 90% of the shuttle. I mean, they're designed to take some serious amount of damage, but most of the things break away. And again, it's in the cells that broke off and stuff like that, but they're in large chunks. There's very, there's very little particulate. Does that make sense? Yeah. Can we use our weapons to vaporize the shuttle? Mm, No, but uh, your engineer, engineer, if you contact him, would be able to tell you because it's not made of the bad guy material for the most part, you can transport that bad boy up and no problem. Okay. You can Um, beam a shuttle? Oh, yeah. You can totally beam a shuttle. Yeah, it's uh, just it's uh, cargo uh, transporters that are designed for large objects. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not operable. That's the problem with beaming it. If it's operable, these are all shut down, so it's pretty much inert material. Oh yeah, you probably wouldn't want to beam an active warp core. Correct. Right, Captain Kell to Mister Tall and Mister Etrigan. We found the remains of a shuttlecraft. It looks like it was shot down. And the uh, the engineering crew, survey crew is possibly taken prisoner. I'm going to have the Hathaway uh, beam up the wreckage so that we don't leave anything for the inhabitants of this planet to, to find. Uh, how are you going on your sample collection? Do you have an, et- an estimate of how long it'll take you? Uh, we're about to get started on that, Captain. Okay. Okay, I think we're going to join you because we need to get that sample. But I also want to make sure we keep our eyes open. Roger. Okay. So, well, what ha- uh, there you go. So, while they're transiting back, let's go ahead and talk about getting this material out. How would you like, or what kind of mechanics, or what would you do to get this material out? Just think about it this way. If you had a giant cliffside, or not giant, but a you know 50-foot cliffside that had shiny metal poking out of it that you can already determine is the metal that you need... How would you get a chunk of this out of there? Uh, actually, I, I have a plan. Okay. Uh, Commander Trittner, 
what I would like you to do is use your phaser to fire here, here, and here around the material. And while I'll use the smag sleds tractor beam to manipulate and, and latch onto it. Once that material is free, I should be able to put it onto the sled and we're golden. That sounds like a daring and awesome idea. Let's do that. Yes, it is. It is so daring that you're doing exactly that kind of role because you're using your weapons. Now, of course, they're not against people, so it's not going to be as much. But what I need you to do is you're going to roll a daring and security because you're handling your weapon. And we're going to do three successes due to not knowing where exactly the metal starts or stops inside the wall. So we're st- this is difficult to make sure we take into consideration that you're firing blindly into the side of a cliff. I wanted to assist because I'm pointing out where That's fine. I think you should. So Totally. That works. And I guess I'll buy a momentum dice as well. That works too. And as you can guess, all my focuses are shuttle-related, so I got nothing on this. So. <laughs> you didn't take the firing a phaser at a cliff fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it would come in handy, no. Uh, uh, uh-oh. Yeah, we're kind of boned here. <laughs> well, he might get a double. Let's see. He got a single. Okay. Luckily, you didn't get a complication. Because if you got a complication, things might have been a little bit different. Okay? Like, boom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Boom is always a possibility. So, you you get some material out. It's nowhere near the size that you... That... It's nowhere near the size to do anything particular with it other than test it. It's not like you can take it back and make a... Even a knife out of it. I mean, it's just a chunk big enough to put in your hand, but it weighs. I mean, you're when you put the tractor beam on it and, and it puts it on the sled, uh, it's, it, the anti-grav unit tells you how much it weighs due to the fact that it has to compensate with the anti-grav units. And this chunk is about the size of a, a 12-inch softball. Okay? And this chunk alone weighs something along the lines of two tons. Hey, crap. Okay. Yeah. So ooh, she's a she may not be very big, but ooh, she packs a wallop. Okay. <laughs> so now you have a 12-inch softball size a chunk of metal that weighs two tons. And I turn it back over to the crew. What are you going to do now? Now you have so um did you call the Hathaway and tell them to come get it? Or are you going to wait till you get up there, Captain? Uh, yeah, I called the Hathaway and told them to go ahead and transport up the shuttle wreckage and start analyzing good, it. Good, good, good. You were informed that for them to transport it, they're going to have to approach the planet. Do you still want them to approach the planet? Uh, high orbit or do they have to get into a low orbit? Well, uh, you get to tell them where they go, but they're going to be they have to be near the, near the planet. They have to come out from behind the moon. Where would you okay. like to go? Well, I, thought, I would like them to get into a high orbit over the planet. Okay. Uh, would they be able to beam, say, from the poles so they'd be able to hide behind, uh, in the 
magnetic field. And I was about to. Say, I was going to say that because okay. just be fair to you, as a captain, you would be familiar with how this work, how the sensors and magnetic influences um, affect things. Where if you go into a high orbit on the, or a low orbit in the pole, you sit in a, a blank spot. Okay, excellent uh, suggestion, Mister Tall. Direct the Hathaway to uh, hide in the or- hide above the pole. Okay. Their so, choice, north or south. No. So let me. Whichever's closer. Let me do some behind the scenes thing here. Hold on. Evil machine. Give me some dice rolling. Okay. Oh, nope, about that. Okay. Um, I'm going to start hit, t- uh, leading the, 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 the smag sled uh, back towards the shuttle. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you straight up. Just so you. Just so you know. I'm rolling dice. And if I get yes. below a 50%, that's bad. Hey, everybody else, you want to follow us back to the shuttle? On the way, Captain. Aye, sir. So close. So close. The ship approached the planet undetected. Yes. Undetected. By two-tenths of a point. (laughs) (laughs) I got a 52. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay, so the shuttle was successfully, the particulates of the shuttle were, or not particulates, the parts of the shuttle were uh, transported effectively. Okay, so, Captain. All right, Mr. Trentner and Mr. Tall, please go ahead and load up the sample into the, sh- into the sphere and take it back to the Hathaway, and if you could start looking at the wreckage, um, Mr. Tall, of that shuttle some more when you get back out there, that would be great, and start analyzing this sample. The rest of us are going to beam to the forest outside the uh, urban area where the engineering team is. Okay. And what device are you going to use to do the beaming? Uh, can the Spears a transporter transport all of us, or do we have to ask the Hathaway? Uh, it can. It'll just be cycled. So you can do groups of, like, four. It's a small pad, so it's groups of four, so you'd have to do two, at least... Well, no, four of you going down, so it'd be one beam to put four of you down. Well, there are four of us, so, so we're good. Okay. So with that... Hey. Okay. So go ahead and load up on the shuttle. We'll roll for the shuttle takeoff and then you don't have to stand on it. So you load up the shuttle. So <laughs> if everybody's in the shuttle, we're going to have and we're going to go ahead and have the uh, pilot go ahead and roll. The reason we're rolling for the takeoff is because now you have a two-ton piece of device, or, you know, piece of material on your ship. 
I'd like to assist. Okay. And you are leaving. And yeah, you're leaving this island. And I need to see what your role is to know whether or not there's going to be an issue. Can I raise the shields of the shuttle since the last shuttle got shot down? Yes, this would be a very logical thing for it. For a pilot and a tactical officer to make the determination that, ooh, our shuttle got shot down. Maybe we want to take defensive posture. So, yes, you can bring the shields up. Probably a good idea. And, Captain, should we do a detailed scan of the area before we take off? Maybe there's some dangerous lurk. Yes. Go ahead and uh, do a sensor sweep. Okay. Sorry, GM. No, no, that's fine. So, here's the deal. I'm spending threat. Of course you are. So I'm going to make your complication range by, let me go ahead and mark this down. I'm making your complication range 16 to 20. And it's not going to be a difficult roll. You only need one success. So go ahead and roll control con with engines con for the ship. And... Let's see if anything comes up between 16 and 20. Um, could I use uh, engineering to assist? Sure. All right. Do we and want to assist? That just adds another role we might potentially not, you know, get into complications. Hey, you with statistics, Shh, give me a chance. Yeah, no, I think we'll be fine here, Mr. Tall. And for the watchers, this is what I'm using to keep track of my threat. Oh, I got it. Well, the ship screwed us. (laughs) Oh, there it is. That's lovely. That's lovely. I like it. So, of course you do. Right, bro. Uh, uh, on, I, I, I spent my threat. Medics ready. Hey, so you take off. It's everything's going fine. Hey, I you, thought we were going to scan before we took off. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could go ahead and you go go ahead and scan. I'll let you scan. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> go ahead, scan. That would be me. <laughs> He's so anxious now. Yeah, that, that sounded a whole lot like it's not going to matter. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> so scanning's me. Is that insight then? Or? Uh, you're using the spe- spears. Well, technically, this is the first time you use the spears, right? Because remember, the last time it was practice game. Right. Yeah. So this is the last time you've done the spear sensors. First time. So we are going to do. I made you do insight last time because you weren't quite sure how to use them, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so let's do insight science, and it'll just be one success. And the spear will assist you with sensor science. Wow. (laughs) Hey, this time the the, the spear helped us, but I did have a complication. Yeah. So... (laughs) In the scanning, okay, did you scan before or after you took off? Before. We were going to scan before. Okay. So you you scan outwards, and this actually plays really good into my hand. Um, you scan <laughs> outwards, and in the process, something happens with the sensors because of your, in, your unfamiliarity with the operation. 
and the sensor goes into um, the lower the lower bands of frequencies, namely the RF frequency, like almost like a radar. Oh no! Okay, and because of this, the radar type devices that they have around detect your transmission, and oh, so man. then as Mr. Tretner takes the ship off, you, um, at the very last second, detect that there are incoming winged aircrafts. And they are a lot closer than you would suspect. Kind of like they were orbiting maybe 10, 15 miles off the island after you landed. Get us the hell out of here, Mr. Trentner. Evasive maneuvers. Evasive maneuvers. Okay. So oh, yeah. They're this... gonna hit us with missiles with this metal in them. So, because it's two thirty, or I'm sorry, because it's two hours and thirty minutes in the game, this will be the last roll for uh, this will be the last roll. What I'm going to do is have you roll to escape. And my pilots, my NPC pilots are gonna roll with you. And your job is basically to outmaneuver them. Hooray! <laughs> so, um, I let's am see what also, the spear can do. Am I? I am also a pilot. Can mm-hmm. I assist Mr. Tretner in this role? Yes, you can. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Which means, can somebody else please roll for the spear? Uh, give me a moment, but I'll be glad to. So, the advantage of this is, luckily for you, your ops officer scanned and knew that, <laughs> knew that there was bad guys out there. So this wasn't going to be a surprise attack because I was totally going to surprise attack you guys. and It was going to be amazing. But you got your <laughs> rolls. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so what I need you to do is I need you to roll daring con because you are trying to maneuver. This is not simple flying. A daring con, and because you're more technologically advanced, it's not going to be super hard. But again, I'm going to spend some threat. Here's some more threat. And I'm going to, again, increase your complication from 16 to 20. So, what you want to see here is at least two successes, but and no complications. And what does the ship roll? Uh, engine or uh, engines con. Okay, well, my focus is apply, I guess. Yep. Strategy so, tactics, small craft, helm up. Do you want to spend any momentum? That would just add dice. At the oh, moment, we okay. have my two. We have the one from the captain, yep. and then we have one from, one the, from ship. the ship. That's right. So I want the pilot to roll first, followed by the captain, and then last, the ship. Oh, uh oh! And now one from uh, there we go. At least so that's actually two complications because if you look, the captain rolled a nineteen. If you're not familiar how to do it, take your mouse, highlight it over the box, and then the pop-up that shows up. The true roll is in the bottom left corner, for last line left corner. That's the true roll. 19. So that is two complications. And with that, 
you start doing maneuvers and you actually start opening distance. But at the last basic second that you could get out of the atmosphere and not be in threat by a standard flight, uh, atmospheric flight vessel, you get hit. Not once, but twice by uh, missiles. And with that, we are going to end this session. Of course. Oh, no. Dun, dun, dun. All right, you really need to play the best of both worlds music here. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a copyright violation, let's say no. (laughs) (laughs) So I got to write a couple notes. So I basically, so what happens is in most games, and I'm still recording for for the listeners, um, in most games I get two threat for every player that plays the game at the beginning of the game. Now, um, I didn't take the threat. When you guys roll complications, I can either you guys either can take the complication or I can gain threat. And I didn't want to gain a bunch of threat. That's why I was like, okay, you want to take threat? But I just spent half of the threat I had banked to drop the complications down. So I only got half of my threat left. So we'll see how that plays out next time. So what and I need none of us. None of us have used our determination. No, which uh, is good. If I remember correctly. Nope, so. nobody's used determination. So what I need you to do as players is I need you to record how much threat you, or I'm sorry, how much momentum you currently have. The downfall is you're going to lose one. So you're going to write three down because this is going to be a scene change. Oh, was I supposed to be marking that down? Because I didn't. Nope, nope, nope. Don't worry about it. That's okay. my, that's, well, that's my job to let you guys know that there's, you're supposed to consume okay. threat, okay? And the thing is, your first scene, you didn't have any th- momentum. So um, so now you guys get to wait a whole month right now, depending on when yeah. we play. So let me close up with this guy, or let me close up the recording, and then we'll talk about when our next session will be. Um, for the listeners, we are looking at a monthly one game a month as of right now, depending on what happens. Uh, uh, we'll, we may change that if the players are willing to or not. We'll see. For that, uh, so for that, we're going to go ahead and end the recording. Um, I'm going to mute my players as I do the last uh, edit and credit placards. So players, you're muted now. And to the watchers and listeners, I know this is... Uh, uh, we're new to this game, and I'm sure I made several mistakes. And don't hold that against don't hold that against us. We're all learning here. Uh, we look forward to continuing this story, and I hope you enjoyed what we put out. And uh, thank you for watching and listening. And I hope to hear or um, hope to see all you all in the future. <laughs>